right, welcome to John Morris Show on this, let's see, uh, let me think about it, Tuesday morning, it is a Tuesday. Welcome in, glad you're with us. Uh, I am not in uh, comfortably ensconced on the couch in uh, our front study of our home in Hewitt this morning. I'm actually in my office this morning. We've got an interview to do at 10 a.m., so Q, the only way to be here in time was to uh, to be here before 9 a.m., so glad to do it, but here in my office and uh, kind of a uh, sparse uh, group that is here in the athletic offices, uh, as you might imagine. But it's nice to be here and uh, just a little different cue, a little different schedule rather than walking to the uh, study and connecting and doing the show from there. It's a drive in here to the building and coming in and connecting from here. You're like on a tour. <laughs> yeah, tour, exactly. You know, from the house to the, the study at the house to the office, and uh, tomorrow you'll be here in the studio. I'll be and with you tomorrow, man, right? Man, I'm telling you, it's three different days, three different spots for J-Mo, so it's like, a, it's like that game. Where's J-Mo at now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not too far away from home, though, that's right. for sure. So, uh, But uh, here in the office today, and and again, coming up at uh, 10 o'clock, uh, I'll tell you that, we are recording an interview here. I'm not sure. Nah, I better not spill the beans on that. I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> it's our next Sikkim podcast, and I'll let you know about that tomorrow, but we're recording that today, and then it'll be on the website uh, beginning tomorrow. Uh, you heard in the open Holly Rowe from ESPN. What's she talking about? Well, she's talking about the Golden Bruiser Awards, and uh, this is an annual event put on by Baylor Student Athlete Success Center, Student Athlete uh, Academic Services. And really what it is, it's it comes the end of the year, uh, you know, after finals or, or I, I guess not after finals because people split pretty quick, but near the end of the uh, spring semester every year. And it really uh, recognizes and honors the student in student athlete. Uh, they have a number of awards from different sports and then from the athletic department overall. And uh, it's a really neat deal. It's very well done. Uh, Marcus Sedberry brought this with him. He came to Baylor from uh, working at the University of Arkansas right before Baylor, and they did it there. I think theirs was the, I don't know if there was the, theirs was the Golden Razorback Award <laughs> or something like that. But this one uh, here is the Golden Bruiser Awards, and it really does recognize the academic accomplishments of our student athletes. And it is well done. I mean, it is very well done. It's uh, in a normal year. It's in the Farrell Center, and they have uh, food, you know, uh, ahead of time. They ask the student athletes to come dressed up, and man, they are decked out. Uh, some of them are, look so nice uh, when they come to this event. It's kind of become a fashion show <laughs> in one respect. Um, and then uh, they have uh, an MC. Uh, it's been Fran Fraschilla in the past. Uh, I think Holly Rowe was lined up to do it this year and obviously uh, not doing anything in person, but doing it virtually this week. So the plan is to still do and present the Golden Bruiser Awards, but to do it all virtually and presenting the uh, winners of all these various academic awards uh, all this week. Uh, the introduction was Holly yesterday. The awards have already begun this morning. Today we'll see the uh, academic champion of the year, female, the academic male champion of the year, the academic team champion of the year, uh, male and female, the Spark Award, rookie of the year, male and female. And then they'll spread out the awards uh, today through Friday. Marcus Sedberry is uh, Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success, and he'll join us coming up in a bit and talk more about it, what's in store for the week, uh, as the Golden Bruiser Awards 
for 2019-2020 are unveiled. And Q, it's really, uh, again, it's it's very, uh, it's a neat idea to do, and it's a, a well-conceived idea, and man, it, it is such a big event. And my question for Marcus about a month ago was, hey, are you still going to be able to do the Golden Bruiser Awards, you know, knowing that we wouldn't be able to gather like we normally do? And he said, yeah, working on it, hope to. And sure enough, uh, they figured out a way to do it virtually. It sounds like a really star-studded affair. I mean, you know, yeah. it sounds like a really, really cool event that probably a lot of folks look uh, look forward to each and every year. So it's good that, that you're still able to go ahead and, and have it. Obviously, it's not the exact same, but still to be able to, to have the event uh, usually as planned, I mean, I think that that's still pretty cool. Yep, yep, very much so. It's coming up uh, coming up this week, in fact, already underway today, and uh, we'll visit with Marcus coming up in just a bit uh, to learn more about that. Marcus, head of our Student Athlete Success Center. Uh, otherwise, let me find this email cue. I forgot to mention this yesterday. Remember last week, it was Friday, we had uh, Raymond Cockrell on with us from Colleen. Yes. And remember he was telling us about the uh, the challenge, uh, the mask challenge. Right. <laughs> and trying to raise money for the Colleen Food Care Center. And uh, uh, you could donate money to that and as such – um, uh, you know, kind of represent your school in donating that money. Uh, well, it turned out Baylor ended up winning the event. Nice. Uh, it was a very nice late donation, like late in the game, and he kind of hinted at this, but uh, Tracy Taft came through with a very nice donation late. So Baylor was the winner, and I'm looking for the exact numbers here from Raymond, but uh, uh, who was leading when we were talking? Was it? UT was winning. Yeah, Texas was, weren't they? Yep. So UT was leading. They ended up finishing in uh, second place, and uh, uh, Baylor ended up winning it. And I'm sorry, I can't find. Yeah, here it is. Uh, here, let me just read the email from Raymond Cockerell. And again, this was uh, this wrapped up on Friday. He said, "Wow, it's over, and we had so much fun with the team school mask challenge that got thrown down by uh, Texas." I'm sorry, by Teresa Carter and Sandra Skinner with Ashley Furniture Home Store. So they were part of it also. Prior to the mask challenge, they donated $4,000 to the Food Care Center. Thank the Lord for that. We're so grateful for their longstanding support and friendship. A total of $3,641 was raised in the three-day mask challenge. The real winner is those in need of groceries in our community. They can purchase over 25,000 meals with that money. So who won the challenge? The Baylor Bears won the challenge with a last-minute donation from Tracy Taff, the daughter of our beloved coach Grant Taff. The total for Baylor was $1,641. The Horns were a close second, $1,510. The Sooners were third, and the Aggies were fourth. Uh, And here's the uh, capper from Ray. So the challenge was uh, whichever school raised the most money there, he would wear their mask uh, for, I guess, this week. And Raymond uh, very, very judiciously came up with this decision where he says, I've decided that I will wear all four masks this weekend. I'll proudly wear the uh, Boomer Sooner mask first (laughs) in memory of Eddie Vale Sr., then I'll wear the Longhorn mask and a burnt orange hat provided by my, by my cousin Britt for one day. Next, I'll wear the Aggie mask one day for Steve Carter's dog, Gus, and other Aggie friends and family. 
Then he'll wear my beloved green and gold the last three days. Sikkim, thank you, thank you, thank you. My heart is full. So there's Raymond Cockrell, and uh, great decision there. And it uh, seemed like uh, folks really responded well to that mask challenge. Yeah, it really does. And, again, I mean, just hearing that email as you read it, just uh, you could just hear the the passion that Raymond has for this field and this industry that he's he's in right now and the, the drive that he had going on. And so, again, we talked about it in great length when we had him on about, you know, you could just you could just tell that he was 100% genuine behind it, even just hearing that email you could tell that he's you know doubled down on being 100 percent behind all that so that's a that's great to hear from raymond yeah really cool there so i'm sorry i forgot to mention that yesterday that uh, that happened on friday he was with us on friday morning and then the uh, mask challenge wrapped up on friday all right uh Ray, uh not raymond cockrell but uh, <clears throat> uh marcus sedbury is going to join us in just a bit we look forward to that talk about the golden bruiser awards right now let's take a break when we come back uh, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, was on with Matt Mosley yesterday. Let you hear a couple of cuts from that from the commish, where things stand from his position at the uh, perch there at the commissioner's level. So uh, let you hear from him when we come back. We're off and running. John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning from my office here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Q in the studio. We're glad you're with us. Brought to you, as always, by Baylor University, where lights shine bright also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today with a 50% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms. Some of us may see some heavy rainfall. Others may not see anything whatsoever. Highs top out at 80 degrees. Tonight, just a slight chance of a shower early, otherwise mostly cloudy. We fall to 68. And tomorrow, partly sunny skies. It'll be warmer with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us for our Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Not live from Rudy's, but right here on the radio. Join us and hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey men's golf coach Mike McGraw, and soccer coach Paul Jobson. That's this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas is on Cooper Clinic. Recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning, brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. Marineland Boating Center on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Give them a call, send them an email, set up a visit. You can go by there. They'll meet you outside safely and then handle all your paperwork online and deliver your uh, purchase to you. Check it out, Marineland Boating Center. Phone number is 254-662-0676. Again, they're on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Ken and Mary Sorley there at Marineland Boating Center making memories since 1983. All right, back with us. Glad you're with us on this uh, Tuesday morning. I'm here uh, in my office, actually, in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Uh, quiet, darkened halls. Our business staff is uh, pouring over numbers. Cody Hall is uh, one office down from me. Allison Dillon's on the other side. And I uh, bet you Nancy uh, Post is here also. I didn't see Nancy when I came in. But, boy, those business folks, they are doing some kind of work. And uh, congratulations, kudos to them for what they're doing. Uh, as we mentioned, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, was on with Matt Mosley yesterday. Uh, really good information from uh, Commissioner Bowlesby. Here's one clip from that interview. This is talking about uh, contingency plans as we look to the fall. Well, the, by far the most attractive is, uh, you know, come back to campus on the, around the middle of July and, and get six weeks of preparation in and be able to start Labor Day weekend. Uh, that That is everybody's first choice, and, and it's too early to tell whether that's really a viable option. Uh, I, I think the next uh, six weeks are, are vital, and, you know, it's easy to forget we're only 59 days into this since we canceled our basketball tournaments, and, and that leaves us with, uh, I think, something like 115 days until football season. And so, you know, it's it's early to go very far out on a limb, and, and I really haven't spent a lot of time forecasting uh, because I don't have the expertise to forecast like that. But I can I can tell you that, you know, we, we have, uh, if we're not playing by the middle of July, we're probably starting to think about moving the season back a week or two weeks or three weeks. Uh, if we start on time and we get a disruption, uh, we'll have to assess how bad the disruption is. Uh, we have a lot of logistical things we have to work through. You know, if somebody has a positive test and, and they're supposed to play another institution on Saturday and that other institution calls and says, hey, we heard you had a positive test, we're not bringing our team. Uh, you know, is that a forfeit? Is it no contest? Is it, um, you know, is the, is the team that has the outbreak, do they quarantine for two weeks and, and miss a, another couple of games? Uh, we, we still have all of those things to work our way through. And, and even with all that planning, uh, there still is, uh, are going to be decisions that we're going to have to make in real time. And uh, so when you ask about, uh, do you end up with a split season or do you end up with a full postseason or, uh, you know, if the CFP is, is, has to be conducted during the, the very middle of the, of the flu and virus season, uh, is, is that realistic? Are we going to get the other bowl games in? Um, I, I think we have a reasonably good chance of, of getting back to, to um, some semblance of regular preparation and, and starting someplace close to, to Labor Day. And I, I, uh, I, I think if we do a good job, uh, we, can, we can minimize the likelihood that, uh, that the virus will come back. Uh, will we have full stadiums? Well, time will tell. Uh, we certainly 
uh, like the environment that goes along with with game day and tailgating and and full full stands. But um, you know, will that be uh, the psychology? Uh, will people do that? Uh, you know, will people my age that are I'm I'm 68 and uh, I don't have any underlying health issues, but uh, um, if you have heart issues or you have cancer or you have a diminished immune system, are, are you going to uh, uh, voluntarily go into a, a venue where where you could be infected? Um, you know, you, you have to you have to wonder about how people are going to view that. So, you know, I, I just think the whole thing is is fascinating. And um, it, uh, there's a lot of it that we just are not going to know. And so when you ask me if I if I have a favorite um, you know, getting back to something that looks like normal is the favorite, but um, we certainly uh, can't plan on that at this point. It's it's just far too early. That's uh, really inform- good information from Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference. He was on with Matt Mosley yesterday. And, uh, Q, I'm guessing that whole interview, the entire podcast, is up and available uh, on our website, right? Yes, centexsportsfan.com. It's been tweeted out as well on our Twitter okay. page, at 1660ESPN. But, yeah, it's on our website, the full. It's about 25 minutes long, centexsportsfan.com. Very good. Good to hear from the commish. Uh, and, you know, to me, just uh, the general tone of his comments, he sounded pretty upbeat and pretty positive. I mean, maybe he's he, he wants to sound that way, which you would think, but he just sounded positive about the way things might be uh, play out in the fall. Yeah, he sounds a lot more positive now than he did a few weeks ago. Yeah, you know? so yeah. I, and, I, and I think that that's kind of the, the state of what everyone is right now. I think everyone's feeling a little bit more positive than they were, you know, three weeks two weeks ago just because of everything that's been going on and seems like things are starting to open up a little bit so it feels like we're turning the corner i know we said that a a lot already but it just feels like we're getting closer and closer yeah that's good uh and he mentioned 59 days since the cancellation of the uh, big 12 basketball tournament of course this interview was yesterday with matt mosley so today is day 60 so it's two months ago today Two months ago today that we were in Kansas City, Baylor was supposed to play uh, against Kansas State. Kansas State had won their opening round game at 6 uh, o'clock this evening, two months ago. Baylor would have opened play in the Big 12 tournament. So think about that. Think about all the things that have happened where we were two months ago and, you know, fast forward, you know, to today, 60 days later, and where we are here now on May 12th. Yeah, and it's it's crazy it's only been 60 days because it feels like it's been six months, you know. I mean, it just <laughs> right. it seems like it's been so long, but but you're right. I mean, we've come a long way from where we were when we were sitting in Kansas City and we were all sitting there, you know, and, and then having to come back uh, immediately, get back to Texas, and, and everything basically gets shut down. And to the point where we are now where 60 days later, it's like things are opening back up. Yeah, yeah. All right, good to hear from the uh, commish, Bob Bowlesby. Let's take a break. Uh, on the other side, Marcus Sedberry will join us. This is Golden Bruisers, Golden Bruiser Awards Week. We'll let you uh, know more about that. The awards are starting to come out. Marcus can give us all the details when we come back. Glad you're with us. Stay with us. John Morris Show on a Tuesday is brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us for our Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Not live from Rudy's, but right here on the radio. Join us and hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey, men's golf coach Mike McGraw, and soccer coach Paul Jobson. 
That's this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Need a change of scenery? Spend a few nights at the historic Stagecoach Inn. This hotel, with its heritage trees and lush outdoor spaces, is the perfect place to get lost for a few days and escape the hustle and bustle of city life. Lounge in your guest room with boutique-style amenities and enjoy a chef-driven menu from the restaurant delivered to your room. The beautiful Texas landscape awaits you at the historic Stagecoach Inn in Salado. Reserve your room today at StagecoachSalado.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at ClarkRoofingTX.com. Monday, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby joined the Matt Mosley Show to talk all things Big 12, including his thoughts on the upcoming football season. I think the next six weeks are vital, and it's easy to forget we're only 59 days into this since we canceled our basketball tournaments, and and that leaves us with, uh, I think, something like 115 days until football season. And so I can tell you that if we're not playing by the middle of July, we're probably starting to think about moving the season back. If we start on time and we get a disruption, We'll have to assess how bad the disruption is. For the complete interview, check out our website, SentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Each day this week, winners will be announced on the Baylor Athletics social media accounts. Finalists were nominated by their peers and coaches for special performances April 2019 through April 2020. Student athletes, coaches, and administrators voted, and we can't wait to find out the winners this week. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday. Appreciate you tuning in today. We're joined now by Marcus Sedberry from Baylor Athletics, Baylor Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success. And I, I tell you this all the time, but I love that title. I love, you know, <laughs> you know the uh, image that that portrays. And that's what yeah. you all do in your area yeah. is uh, preparing champions for life. And uh, we're celebrating that this week with the Golden Bruiser Awards. Absolutely. It's something that, uh, well, first, thanks for having me. You bet. But it's something that we take great pride in. And um, 
it's our responsibility to make sure we stay true to preparing champions for life. And we, we do that all year long. But Golden Bruiser Week is an opportunity for us to celebrate it and to make it come to the forefront for others. So yeah. We're excited. Really neat to have this time that, that you set aside. And I know the student-athletes have gotten to the point where they really look forward to yes. the Golden Bruisers. And remember I asked you a month ago, hey, are we still going to have this? And, <laughs> and you made it happen yeah. virtually. Yeah, we weren't really sure. But <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's a, it's a time that our student-athletes most of the time are in their sweats and uh, going run, ripping and running from class and things are just hectic. It's a night where you just slow down and you get to see – if you're a tennis player, you get to see the volleyball player and the track um, student athlete. And you're all together, and you, you get to sit back for a second and just revel in the fact that we're we're doing really well mm-hmm. across the board, on and off the field. Mm-hmm. And um, very rarely do you slow down to even get to see that. Yeah. So it's exciting for them. And they get to dress up. Uh, That's it. <laughs> they get to dress up. Looks like the ESPYs typically when we're all together. Yeah. We, we try to do it up nice so that – Everybody can celebrate together. Yeah. They clean up really well. They do. Sometimes they do. I, some of these guys, you know, and the girls too, but some of the guys have to do a double take. Like, I who say, is that? Wait a second. Yeah. Man, I've never seen you in a coat and tie That's before. Right. So That's right. They, they, I think they appreciate that opportunity to dress up and kind of, you know, shine a little bit in that area. You realize that it's important to them once this – after the first week or two, and uh, they were just kind of stunned by the state that we were in and having to shut things down. You start to get questions like, "Hey, so what are we going to do about Golden Bruisers?" <laughs> so so uh, th- therein uh, gave us the challenge, and um, we're excited for for this week. Well, you answered the bell. You found a way to do it. What are what are some of the things that you had to do to make this happen? Not in person, but you know, do it virtually this year. Yeah, it, it initially just required us to shift our thinking because you start talking about it, um, and you know, you normally bring six hundred to 700 people together for a big event and you're just thinking i don't know how we can do that still and i don't know how we can still celebrate and get the typically the student athletes are really involved in the process they help plan they help with presenting awards they do speeches um, for accepting their awards it's a it's a pretty elaborate event mm-hmm. and um it, it required us to just shift what the primary goal is to celebrate our students let's do that what avenues do we have to do it? Well, we have the website, we have social media. Okay, great. How can we do that to the best of our ability and still keep some of the special elements of students being engaged? And it took us about a, about uh, six weeks or so to say to figure out that we wanted to do a Golden Bruiser Week and that we were going to have our student athletes still present awards and accept awards. So this week you'll see that on, on social media. We even have a few special guests like this morning, King McClure. Uh, started off our, our morning with our, our nine o'clock post um, highlighting the awards that we have scheduled for today. And we're going to still try to keep it um, as eventful, entertaining and engaging as possible, even though uh, we're all be thumbing through it, checking it out yeah. on our phones <laughs> or on the computer. And normally, you know, like we said, we'd all be together in one place. Normally the Farrell Center, it's one night and it's a great night. But this one, you're spreading it out over the whole week. Yeah, we we thought about even maybe um hosting a a virtual version of it one night at seven o'clock and let's just get everybody to tune in to Facebook Live or right. something and, and give out the awards. But um we, we just know that that's hard for people to do. You just never know what people's schedules are and you don't want people to miss it. Now this lives. Um the videos, the acceptance videos, the the presentations that they'll live on social for a while, right? And you'll be able to tune in when you can and and uh, see see who won earlier in the day yeah. and see yeah. who's coming up next. So it, it provides us a chance to celebrate all week. 
you'd never be able to do that in if we were you know in our normal state so yeah. uh it's like birthday Some, sometimes <laughs> you you celebrate one hour one day stretch them out other times <laughs> you stretch it out all week so that's our plan that's good and we've had uh, one or a couple already announced this morning right starting this morning yeah well, so we'll so king uh, started us out at nine o'clock this morning and then we'll go through a couple of our academic awards or academic champion which is our um, student athlete who has the highest gpa of all of our student athletes so we'll do a male and female uh academic champion we'll do a team academic champion and then we'll get into some of our athletic awards and uh our spark award celebrates the the student who comes and and uh just as a spark for their team mm-hmm. when they when they get in when they're around yeah things are on fire that's and, a great one and uh our rookie of the year will end the day with our freshman who had a standout year. Yeah. You've got some that are, you know, self-explanatory academic champion of the year, individuals and teams, you know, you can kind of, you know what those are. But you have some others uh, that I think are great, like the Spark Award. You've got the Missions Award. You've got the John Hill Westbrook Award, male and female. And then the Acts 2024 Award. Yeah. Explain what some of those are and, and the aspects that they recognize in our student-athletes. Absolutely. So it – our award show, we've tried to center around our four pillars of athletics. Most times your award show just focus on the athletic side, maybe even the academic side. But for character formation and spiritual growth to be so critical to who we are, we think it's important that we recognize and celebrate those as well. So your Spark Award is more of the off the field. Yeah, you contribute, but you just are, are special for your team. Your mm-hmm. Missions Award, that, that award is going to go to a um, – to a student athlete who has committed themselves to mission work, mm. either locally or abroad. Mm. And uh, when you hear their story, and you, you, when you even see them accept the award, you'll be, uh, you'll be moved. Special, special young people that we have. John Westbrook is overcoming mm-hmm. some type of challenge. So people who've had significant injuries or setbacks in life, and they found a way to just keep, keep chugging away, keep pushing through the adversity and um, have had some success. And then Acts 2024 uh, is about uh, committing yourself to spiritual growth. Mm. It goes to a student athlete who said, I, I'm going to do everything in my power to grow myself, but then also to, to, um, to build disciples and to, to pour into the growth, the spiritual growth of, of other student athletes. So again, it's a way for us to celebrate all four pillars, yeah. academic achievement, athletic success, character formation, and spiritual growth, and do it in a meaningful, a meaningful way. Uh, it's the Golden Bruiser Awards this week, uh, underway today. The announcement of winners beginning today, stretching through Friday. Marcus Sedberry is with us, Senior Associate AD for uh, Student Athlete Success. And I had a little, I had a little sneak peek because I got to record the audio for some of these. Yeah. So I got to hear some of those stories, you know, as I read those and recorded those. And I'm telling you, some of them are so impressive. I mean, it's great to have this uh, platform, you know, to celebrate these stories and tell these stories. Absolutely. I, I truly believe it's one of the few times we'll have to tell Baylor family, th- the entire nation, really. Yeah because of social media, who we are and what we're about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have a special group of young people here who've committed to doing everything at the highest level and uh, pushing themselves to, to do that, pushing each other to do that. And the stories behind it are things you'll never really hear. And uh, we get a chance to tell that story this week. Boy, that's great. All right, uh, so folks can watch for that. Uh, they'll probably be on our website. They'll be on social media. Yes. Uh, what do you search for, Baylor Athletics? But you, 
Baylor Athletics on Twitter, okay. um, our official account. But you'll see that there. You'll also see some behind the scenes um, information about each finalist. So you, you'll see oh, on the Baylor okay. Athletics page, you'll see the winners on Baylor Sace. That's at Baylor S A C E. You will be able to see some of the behind the scenes information on the different finalists, um, and then throughout the week, as we post winners, we'll we'll uh, push them over to our facebook and instagram pages so people can follow up afterwards very cool that's great so fun this week and uh here's something let me throw you this at you i wouldn't do this to a lot of people but okay. i know you'll feel this uh cleanly All right. uh a topic of uh, one of our life group meetings was uh what does an athletic department do when there's no athletics okay <laughs> you know that's where we are right that now I mean, we got are. no games but the answer to that is we do things like this, right. and we're involved with our student athletes in uh, in some things like this, the character formation, the spiritual yeah. growth, things like this. So the answer is, yeah, there's a lot going on, even though we don't have games going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. We have a team of people um, in our Student Athlete Center for, for Excellence that their job has no uh, – whether or not we're playing athletics has no impact on their job. Uh, they're, they're helping our student athletes still finish the semester yeah. academically. We have folks who are graduating, trying to get into grad school and med school and all that. They've been working like crazy and probably harder than normal to, to mm-hmm. make sure that we stay engaged because they're afar. They can't just stop by the office. So we're checking in with them on a weekly basis, FaceTime and Zoom calls and all that. We also have a character formation team. They are doing, they're still doing programming. They're mm-hmm. still talking about um, leadership and career development and uh, financial literacy. We're, they're still doing all those pieces. Mm-hmm. We we even done a couple of community engagement efforts where we're reading, um, we're recording ourselves reading children's books and oh, sending that to, to to different um, children and, and classrooms are using it. So we're still engaged. Our student athletes are still engaged. Just because they're not going to practice and competing doesn't mean that we aren't still serving them. And and I think that's what Golden Bruisers Week is about. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. student athletes are more than just the athlete. There are a number of things that they're doing that um, that make them really special. Marcus, this is Q in the studio here, and uh, I just got to ask one question about this because it sounds like such a great event, and I've seen it over the you know the past couple of years, and uh, I know a lot of the student athletes get excited about it. This is something you brought over from Arkansas. Where did this whole thing begin, or how did this whole thing begin? Uh, you know, when you guys first had the very first idea of even doing this, because again, this is just sounds like such a great event. Most of the time, your your teams individually will have awards banquets, but most of the other student athletes aren't invited. And if you're not uh, if you're not deeply ingrained with whatever the sport is, you may miss some of the stories and some of the great uh, accomplishments of a particular team. Our thought was, let's all get together and celebrate. And there are models out there. The ESPYS is what we what we've modeled ourselves after. I mean, it's people from all different sports different organizations who get together through ESPN and and celebrate um, some of the successes. So we've done the same. We still have a couple of teams who still do their own individual banquets, but this is essentially saying the best of the best. Take every student athlete we have, um, the best athlete, the the highest academic achiever, the one that's involved most in in community engagement, let's, uh, in a competition way, but a very friendly way, put them against each other as finalists and you know every team nominates people from there we determine who the finalists are and then we have a voting process and you ultimately have student athlete of the year scholar athlete of the year team performance of the year play of the year etc so it, it all came from let's 
if this is what we're going to be about, celebrating our student athletes and the four pillars that we have, let's do it and let's do it together. Yeah, no, that sounds like a heck of an idea. A little side note uh, for you, Marcus. Can you let me borrow okay. your? Uh, can you let me borrow your your R and B voice that I could use maybe on the late night radio and <laughs> do, do some R and B? Do some R and B songs. Let's do it. Late night radio. With <laughs> oh, he's even got his name. I said B. See, I told you. I know what's up. Hey, maybe the you. Quiet storm. Maybe you unearthed something there. You've done this in the past, then, huh? See, said B. I like oh, it. Oh my. Oh, you got a new name here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Q, you pegged that one for sure. I, I'm telling you, I can call it, man. <laughs> Marcus Sedberry, maybe you know him better as Sed B, oh, uh, is with us. And uh, so for your group, uh, I, I guess, boy, this has been difficult for the student athletes to to keep going. And I guess finals are still going would, or are still going on right now. Yesterday was the last day. Yesterday, okay, yeah. good deal. So, so we're finished with finals. We're finished now. with finals. We yep. will. We will now for our academic folks. They're a nervous wreck. You know, <laughs> waiting all, on all, grades, <laughs> waiting on grades to come through. <laughs> but at the end of this week, we uh, will celebrate our, our graduates. We have um, a ton of young people who've come and, and accomplished the task. Right. We 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 talk about um, graduation as just a step in in the in the process. Because we graduate at a at a really high level, typically we're around ninety ninety percent of our students are graduating. So it's not if it's when, right, right. And um, but that time is now, mm-hmm. and they're going out into a, a work world that looks a little bit different. Um, so trying to help them navigate that, of course, has been a challenge for us. And we we feel like we're doing a good job there. Um, optimistic about what's to come, but we're excited that. We have, if I get my numbers right, around eighty graduates that are gonna that are gonna uh, that would be stepping across the stage right, right. this this weekend. Uh, we're gonna still celebrate them too because uh, they deserve that, even in spite of COVID nineteen. And are there plans for? Is there any kind of virtual graduation? Is Baylor doing anything like that? Not a virtual graduation. I know Baylor has said for the spring um, for the spring commencement ceremony, all of the students who would graduate then can walk in December or in August That's right. of this year. Yeah. Uh, but we will, via social media and via the website, um, tell the story of our, our graduates and the number of majors we had and the overall, their GPA that, they, that they've had uh, cumulatively over the course of their career. Um, we'll, we'll do a little highlight of them. We're going to use social media and the assets that we do have to yeah. still celebrate them. Uh, sent them their graduation stole that has student-athlete on it nice. and a, a letter from Mac went out to each one of them. So we're still trying to make sure they understand that we appreciate and acknowledge the hard work they put into it. And we're proud that they uh, have represented Baylor at the highest level across the board and that uh, they'll forever be part of the Baylor family. Very nice. Well, great work, as always, uh, you and your your uh, staff there uh, in the you. Success Center. And it's fun to, fun to celebrate uh, these student-athletes in ways beyond just on the field, on the court, you know, on the diamond. Uh, and that's kind of what this does this week with the Golden Bruiser Awards. Yeah, it's um, they are they are championship level students, and those championships go far beyond what we see on the court or in the field. They're they're winning championships in the classroom, uh, in the community. They've been community champions. The way they've approached their career, um, their career aspirations, they've done it in a championship manner. And this is an opportunity for us to truly celebrate them being champions. Not only here at Baylor, but 
champions for life. Wow, that's great. Well, good to see you. Thanks. Uh, beard looks good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Growing it all out. Yeah, so, I hear you. Yeah, Growing it all looks out. good. Appreciate it. Uh, it. It is good to see you, and uh, we'll watch for the uh, release over the course of the week of the uh, Golden Bruiser Award winners this week. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Q, let's work on our, our um, radio. Oh, this is that night radio. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's done. <laughs> I think, done I think deal. Interesting. Let's you go. go now. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. <laughs> Marcus Sedberry, uh, with us, Sed B with us uh, here this morning, Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success, and watch for the release of the Golden Bruiser Awards all this week uh, on our website, BaylorBears.com, and on social media. Uh, just uh, search Baylor Athletics uh, or uh, hashtag Golden Bruiser Awards, and they'll show up there. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us. Uh, John Morris Show returns right after this. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us for our Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Not live from Rudy's, but right here on the radio. Join us and hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey, men's golf coach Mike McGraw, and soccer coach Paul Jobson. That's this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Kubota's L2501 packs powerful performance into one easy-to-operate compact tractor. Stop by Tipton International in Hillsboro and test drive the Kubota difference. The L2501 is designed for all-day operator comfort with easy-to-use implements to make mowing, digging, hauling, and lifting quick and simple. You'll see why it's the number one selling compact tractor and now get payments as low as $149 a month with no payments for 90 days. It's at Tipton International in Hillsboro or visit us at tiptoninternational.com. Now through May 30th. 31st, 2020. Spring is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are spaced with aerospace technology called Super Spacer. And they have a life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google reviews. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at ClarkRoofingTX.com. 
Monday, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby joined the Matt Mosley Show to talk all things Big 12, including his thoughts on the upcoming football season. I think the next six weeks are vital, and it's easy to forget we're only 59 days into this since we canceled our basketball tournaments, and and that leaves us with, uh, I think, something like 115 days until football season. And so I can tell you that if we're not playing by the middle of July, we're probably starting to think about moving the season back. If we start on time and we get a disruption, We'll have to assess how bad the disruption is. For the complete interview, check out our website, SentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. We're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's the Pioneer Boys. In fact, that's their uh, website, pioneerboys.com, 24-7. You can reach them there. They are also uh, located in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane, also a location in Bryan. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5. Plenty of uh, options there in the middle of the day or the entire day, Saturdays 8 to noon also. This is uh, the Embry uh, family serving Central Texas since 1943. And when I say the family, uh, it is a family-operated business for generations Going back to 1943, the same family uh, ownership. So how rare is that? At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers have satisfied, uh, leave satisfied with their buying experience. Whatever you need, metal buildings, pipe of any size, they've got it there. Check it out. Uh, go by and visit. You'll enjoy visiting with them in person, or you can check it out 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. That is Pioneer Steel and pipe. Great to visit with uh, Marcus Sedberry uh, from Baylor uh, Student Athlete Success Center. Hey Q, uh, you know uh, uh, Coach Ro- Steve Rodriguez had a virtual press conference yesterday, a Zoom press conference for the Baylor baseball coach. This was uh, brought up because uh, Major League Baseball made the decision and made the call. They're only going to have a five-round draft this year. That is a huge difference than normal. Normally they have 40 uh, rounds of a draft. Some 1,200 players are usually drafted. Uh, this year it's going to be, uh, what, 150-some, 160 players drafted. That's it. So uh, big difference there. Uh, Coach Rod, one of the questions he was asked was about uh, how does this affect future rosters? There's a couple parts there. So uh, how does it affect uh, in regards to the future? Uh, if you look at it, for all the freshmen that we had this year, and then the incoming guys that we have coming in, you know, you can actually say they're pretty much the majority of them are freshmen. Uh, you know, I think we have two JC guys coming in. But when you look at it, the hard part is I'm going to have like 26 freshmen, you know, and that's just something that's unprecedented. You just don't see that. And so you're going to have this wide range. And so for coaches, I mean, we're really good at what we do in regards to managing rosters, but we have to be really on point now to, to really understand who has, who has a red shirt year, uh, who's draft eligible, what's it going to take for them to draft uh, sign, 
and and a lot of other things like that that uh, are going to have to be really uh, detailed with our coaching staff and our compliance office just to find out what, what we're going to have, what we need to recruit. Um, you know, we're not going to have to over recruit uh, as, as much as we did in the past, just because we know that, you know, for the most part, unless we anticipate a guy getting drafted fairly high, then we're not going to lose them. But in the future, they're anticipating 20 rounds uh, for the major league baseball draft. And so from that standpoint, uh, then we have to start reevaluating guys who might be able to get drafted in that realm uh, and then adjust accordingly. But just like everything else this year, uh, it's kind of like a perfect storm with the NCAA giving all the seniors an opportunity to come back and then Major League Baseball cutting their draft. Uh, this is that one year when it's like the perfect storm. Everything's kind of hitting at once. And so we just have to adjust with what we're in control of right now. And then next year when they have 20 rounds, we'll adjust accordingly with that. So look at how they're looking at not only this year, but rosters uh, down the road and how a shortened draft will affect it, uh, again, short-term and long-term. Uh, basically, uh, you, you got to think Baylor may just have one guy drafted this year. It's probably going to be Nick Lofton. He is uh, almost assuredly a first-round draft pick. Here is uh, Coach Rod on his shortstop, Nick Lofton. You know what? I think uh, we see Nick Lofton getting drafted, obviously, in the first round, um, somewhere in that in that top tier of the the draft for sure. I mean, I don't want to say in the first round because you know you just never know what's going to happen now that everything has changed. Um, but we do anticipate him uh, signing pretty high and being able to go and start a professional career at some point. Uh, and that, after that, it, it's going to be a surprise to us. I, I don't see. Uh, any of our current players uh, who are draft eligible um, or, I mean, I, unless there's a surprise with some of our incoming guys, but I don't think in the first five rounds uh, we're going to lose uh, many more people than Nick. All right. So uh, might just be Nick Lofton with that shortened major league baseball draft this year. Great to see and hear from uh, coach Steve Rodriguez in that zoom press conference yesterday. All right, Q, uh, what do you guys have coming up between noon and three this afternoon? Well, we're action packed. Like always, uh, we'll as have, always, yeah, as always, we'll have Patrick Walker uh, from CBS sports talking all things Cowboys at uh, 1230 uh, at one thirty. We're going to, we had Steve Rodriguez, you know, we ran that uh, zoom teleconference that so we ran that live yesterday. And so what we're going to have today at one thirty is uh, MCC head baseball, coach mitch thompson he kind of chime in and talk about how that affects him on the junior college level you know because they don't really have their guys very long anyway so uh yeah we're just gonna see how everything is gonna affect what they have going on at mcc just like to check in with the highlanders so he'll be at 1 30 and then at two o'clock uh tim watkins from bearsillustrated.com he'll join the show to talk about the latest uh, baylor recruits and just everything baylor bears related and so that that'll be at two o'clock and then uh, we'll have a couple more of those uh, bob bowlesby clips from uh, the matt mosley interview that he did uh, yesterday uh, really really good interview and if you want to hear the whole interview want to hear it right now it's on centexsportsfan.com but we'll have a few more clips following uh, probably around the 215 spot uh, of the show so uh, like i said very action-packed as always very cool all right that's coming up on necessary roughness with q ward and steven noon to three this afternoon steven and matt mosley on the matt mosley show from three to six uh this afternoon hey jmo yeah man. I, I have one update that i wanted to pass along to you as well yes. and uh maybe to other people as well that maybe not check their emails as often as we do but uh we did receive a text message on the bush's chicken text line matter of fact sunday evening talking about the the link to the the jump shot the movie oh, yeah. and that they received it and they enjoyed the movie and so they enjoyed watching it so i'm assuming that everyone has got those uh links on their email at this point 
You know, I heard from a couple of people that they did get them, and uh, and uh, the ones I heard from had just just told me they got the link. They didn't say that they had watched it yet. Okay. So, have you had a chance to watch it yet? No. I. Uh, it's funny. I didn't put my uh, my name on that uh, email. Oh, list. you didn't. <laughs> no. I thought you did. No, I thought I did too. And then I realized when I went back that I didn't because I thought that I had another copy of it, so I didn't I even worry about it. So, yeah, <laughs> there bad. you go. That's 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 hey, that's my luck, Jabo. That's my luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. No, I'm gonna work on that uh and get you a link because i want you to see that i do too <laughs> all right so uh that's good folks who uh heard us on uh, with ty clark last week uh ty the producer for uh, the jump shot the movie the kenny sailors movie so uh let us know what you think about that uh, shoot us a note on the bushes chicken text line and let us know if you uh watched it what you thought about that and uh thanks to ty for making 30 free viewings available uh 29 q will be number 30 (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna make that happen for you q Uh, a couple other things uh uh, along the well along those lines let me mention this uh i know a lot of folks are tuned in to the last dance that uh, uh 10 part documentary really about the chicago bulls michael jordan centric uh finals two uh episodes are coming up this sunday uh, tomorrow here in the 9 a.m. hour, tomorrow morning, we're going to visit with Tom Dore. Tom uh, was doing TV for the Bulls during that time, and Tom now lives in Austin, and uh, he and I worked together in NCAA tournament one year, and uh, so I got a number for him, and he'll be on with us, and I think it'll be really good because Tom was right there, you know, traveling with the team, mm-hmm. around the team all the time, so be interested to get his thoughts, uh, Q, on how, how all that is playing out in this documentary. Yeah, very, very excited about that. As soon as you said that there was an opportunity for him to be on the show, I got pretty fired up because I can only imagine I'm sure you can only imagine I mean you you do the traveling with Baylor can you imagine uh, doing the traveling with the Bulls no <laughs> exactly <laughs> cannot exactly that's what I'm saying I mean that's I can uh, imagine that that is just outrageous so yeah very looking forward to him he might not be able to get off the phone with us I'm just saying we might oh, not I let oh him I go. hear you <laughs> I hear you so uh, looking forward to that that'll be tomorrow morning uh, in the 9 a.m. hour with us a couple of birthdays to mention uh, we heard from coach uh, Steve Rodriguez as uh, Kyle Hill's birthday is today, former Baylor reliever extraordinaire, one of the old guys uh, with John Strauss, the pitching coach at Baylor. So today is uh, one of the old guys is uh, another year older today. Kyle Hill, his birthday is today. Who else do we have? Uh, Rob Reed uh, used to live around here, and where is he now? He's like Corpus or somewhere. Rob. Read um, his birthday is today, and that's really all I've got. So I got a short list. Anybody to add to it? I have nobody. Nobody to add. Nope. Right. So happy birthday to those guys. If we missed you, I apologize. Well, great to have uh, everybody with us today. We do appreciate your time. Great to hear from uh, you. Heard from uh, on uh, tape uh, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big Twelve, who was on with Matt Mosley yesterday. You heard from uh, Coach Steve Rodriguez Zoom press conference yesterday, and with us uh, here in my office was Marcus Sedberry, senior associate AD for student athlete success, talking about Golden Bruiser Awards Week. Uh, watch that on our website. Uh, watch for releases each day, today through Friday, on social media as well. Just follow Baylor Athletics, and you'll see all that. Really, really uh, cool to recognize our student athletes in that way. And well done by Marcus and his group in the Student Athlete Success Center. So great to have Marcus with us. Uh, Marcus got another job. I think Hugh's going to line him up for a late night uh, R and B show. 
Uh, Q, how about uh, said B and your boy Q? Let's do it. I'm telling you. Hey, look, man, I'm a talent evaluator. I heard, I heard it, and oh. I and I knew right then and there. I said, oh, that's a that's a R and B radio guy right there. Let's yeah. let's well, get him. And you, when you mentioned it, his uh, eyes lit up, man. So I think <laughs> I think he's interested, too. I don't so. think that's the first time he's ever heard that, either. That's probably right. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. All right, so uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. Q, I appreciate you, man. I'll see you in studio tomorrow. And have a good show today at noon. Lord willing, we'll be back with everyone tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party.